Out of all the sad elements in these stories, there's something about both Victoria and Nancy's cases that just breaks my heart. About a month after Victoria was murdered in 1995, a memorial service was held in England where a lot of her family members lived. The day after that service, her father Giuseppe had a heart attack and died. He was buried next to his daughter at their hometown in Italy. In 2005, Nancy's father died too after a long illness. Now, both of these young women's fathers died without ever finding out what happened to their daughters. And everyone I've spoken to has told me they believe both men died of broken hearts. I'm Amber Wilson and this is Gone Girls, a five-episode podcast series from the Mercury looking into the Tasmanian cold case mysteries of Victoria Cafaso and Nancy Grunwald. Detective Inspector Kim Stephen is the current lead police officer who has carriage of both these cold cases. In 1995, Kim was stationed at Launceston CIB as a detective constable. He wasn't an investigator on the cases at the time, but he did have a lot of contact with the Cafaso family. A few days after Victoria's death, he picked up Giuseppe, along with Victoria's mum, Xenia, and her grandmother. They did a media interview that day, I think, here at, here at Launceston Station that afternoon. And then the following day, I picked them up and um, took them down to Bar Morris um, and took them to the scene where their daughter and granddaughter had been murdered only four or five days previously on the other side of the world. Um, something I'll never forget. Um, So walking with them on the beach and then uh, once they'd spent some time there, um, I drove them down to Hobart where they um, had the unenviable job of identifying their daughter um, at the um, funeral directors. And I was there with them for that. So, uh, yeah. And, and having you know, daughters of my own and family, and, and it's um, it is one of those things that you you do wake up at sometimes at night, and and they're and they're the, and if you could get some closure for the family, um, it, maybe that'd make it easier. But while they these matters remain unsolved, they do they do um, affect investigators, they do affect the family, they do affect the community. You you mentioned you were down there. Uh, the last couple of days, and I think you know. The, so, yeah, they're they're um, those Victoria, um, Nancy, and every other missing person and, and other you know, unsolved murder is someone's son, daughter um, that deserved the right to know what happened. Hearing this, it really hits me just how profound the ripple effects are of these types of tragedies. And because Victoria's and Nancy's families don't know what happened to their daughters and how they met their ends in Tasmania, all the way across the other side of the world, it makes it so, so much harder to bury them, to grieve properly, to begin to heal. The, the missing people, uh, um, you know, they still have some hope, I think. You know, you, as, as, a, as a parent, you, you would always, I think, have that glimmer that they're going to walk through the door, whether however many years it is. Um, yeah, I, I don't know which is worse. I, I, you know, a, a missing person of 25 years and um, ex- 
expecting that their deceased or and you know, still hoping or you know you knowing your daughter's murdered you've been you've buried the, your daughter um, I don't know just worse I don't know but you can say one's worse worse than the other I'd, without being in that position. As Kim tells me, both Nancy's and Victoria's families deserve closure, but despite decades passing, we still haven't been able to give them that. I'd love to be able to one day contact them through through the consulate and say, here's the proof, um, here's the, the remains of your daughter for Nancy and this is what, what happened, or we've charged an offender for Victoria and he's appearing in court next week. Um, I'd, nothing to give me more joy to be able to do that. I end up making contact with a lovely Tasmanian woman named Heather Donaldson. When Heather heard about Nancy's disappearance in 1993, her heart went out to the Grimwald family, and she ended up making contact with them in Germany. Heather even raised $8,000, getting volunteers to shake tins with Nancy's face on them, and even convincing the state government to pitch in a few thousand to buy the family flights to Tasmania. Heather hosted Nancy's mum and dad, Helga and Bernd, at her home, and took them to the east coast where their daughter was last seen. They collected seashells on the beach, just like Nancy used to love doing, and visited a grotto that had been set up by locals at Scamander in Nancy's memory. The grotto features a memorial stone that to this day is beautifully maintained and adorned with flowers, crystals, ornaments and seashells. As Heather tells me, Nancy's family has returned to Tasmania every year since, and they all stay together at Heather's Scamander Shack. It's as close as they can get to Nancy. Heather describes the Grimalds as deeply religious and said they were hopeful in the first few years that they'd find their daughter. Heather also tells me that Bernard died completely heartbroken and that Helga made what was perhaps her last visit to Tasmania a few years ago on the 21st anniversary of Nancy's disappearance. But Nancy's younger sister and her daughter continue to visit. Heather says the Grimwalds knew a long time ago that Nancy was no longer alive, but they now just want to know what happened. When I speak to retired detective Bob Code, that's what he tells me too. He hasn't been able to give up his research on both cases despite being retired for nearly 20 years because he knows how important it is to find out what did happen. Oh, look. Primarily, um, both surviving members of Nancy Grunwald's family, Victoria's family, um, friends, they need closure, peace of mind as to what um, as to what has taken place, and also the people on the east coast of Tasmania and all the investigators. I mean, we need closure. Thank you for listening to the Mercury's podcast series, Gone Girls. Narrated by Amber Wilson, recorded by Luke Bowden, and edited by Russell Petterwood. (laughs) 
News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Podcast from.